Wealthy Author Podcast, Episode 52, Stop Bull Stuffing and Publish Your Book by A.J. Joyner. Welcome to another episode of the Wealthy Author Podcast. I am your host, D. Orlando Fortune. This is a show about business and authors. With the growing demand for information, entrepreneurs must learn how to turn their ideas into words on a page that bring in cash and share a unique message. This podcast brings you the strategies, tips, and bars to do just that and do it well using a book. Wealthy Author Fam, this is one of the best authors I've created. It's my new book, The 4-Hour Book, and I'm practically giving it away for only $7.00. You get the ebook, the audiobook, and $189 in bonus materials to help you write your first book or your next book. Go to fourhourbook.com forward slash letter, L E T T E R, to get your digital copy right now. And within minutes, you have access to download the book and your bonuses. Now, look. I know everyone cannot afford to hire me to ghostwrite their book or manage their entire book project. Plus, I don't have the bandwidth to take on every author I meet. Now, I wish I could, but I still want to help you become a wealthy author. So I put my best strategies and tactics into the four-hour book so that you can write the book you need to write for your business. And if you prefer listening to your books, you get the bonus audiobook of me reading the book to you as one of my gifts to you. Plus, you get my signature book formula checklist to keep you on track as you go on your author journey. And you get the signature book profit matrix to plan out your book sales funnel. Because we all know a book doesn't make you rich, but it does take you to the riches. And then you get a couple of over-the-shoulder recordings of me showing you how to record your book, get it transcribed, and (laughs) self-edited. Yo, I'm shaking my head right now because I might be over-delivering. And here's the thing. I'm okay with it. You deserve to become an author. So go to 4hourbook.com forward slash letter, L-E-T-T-E-R, and start your author journey today. So I'm super excited to talk about this episode, to intro this episode with my man, AJ Joyner. He's done some fantastic things. He's even created a software since this episode comes out. So I definitely have in the show notes a link up to that software that he's created for authors, for us to be able to create these books. But specifically talking about this episode, here are a couple points to look out for. First off, a lot of, the, a lot of this in, information we're gonna get in this episode is about how to continue growing your business no matter what's going on. Um, AJ mentions a great book in the beginning called Messy and gives you an idea about what that book is about. But the idea here is to remember this, that there's a hidden danger in the structures that they teach you in college because it doesn't translate to you going into the real world. What are you going to do when you no longer have that structure? You haven't been taught how to deal with that. So we're going to talk about how to succeed in the real world despite the structures and everything else that's going on, the the failures and the mishaps. Number two, uh, there's a great quote by here by AJ. He says, it's not about money, it's about freedom and the freedom to serve in the way that you want to. 
there, so AJ was raised by his mother, his grandmother. Uh, you'll hear a lot of that story, a great section on here. We'll talk about his with lessons he learned from his mother, who was hardworking and the things that he learned from her translated into being of service. In fact, he talks about prayer and pray and serve is the key mantra for him. So what does that mean? What does it mean to go get your freedom and the freedom to serve in the way that you want? Because you can go out there and make all the money in the world, but if you're fr truly free, what does that mean for you? And this is what AJ gives his definition of freedom and why it's so powerful for him and the people that he that come to be his clients. Third thing, organic versus paid marketing. I know there's a constant debate about whether you should do organic or whether it should be paid or some combination. AJ gives his his perception, his perspective on what you should be doing or and how to use organic and paid marketing. But first, uh, he get, teaches you how to choose the perfect marketing method for you and what to do after that. Great segment of the show. You want to listen to that piece of it. And finally, just to go over and above, because AJ has multiple hats he wears, multiple businesses. He also talks about the e-com business. So towards the end of the interview, we talk about the two types of t-shirt business owners and then the pros and cons of both of them before he goes into giving some even more tips on how to be more profitable in your marketing and copywriters. There's so much stuff packed in this. You, know, you want to make sure you probably want to have a pen and a paper ready right now in order to catch these bars that AJ drops all throughout this episode. All right, so let's get to the interview. Super excited to be on another episode with another young man here in the same industry. Look, I was told that there wasn't a lot of us black men out here helping people get these books done. So I've been on a mission to try to find me something. I found me one and I got him on the show here today. So super excited to get another perspective. Um, man, with a lot of, uh, wears a lot of different hats here and I want to take away from what he is. I want to go jump into this bio so we can get into learning more about who AJ Joyner is and about what it is that he's helping entrepreneurs do with his talk shows and his business shows and, and, and marketing. And just, look, hold on. Let me just, let me just get into this. All the things. Right all the things. <laughs> all <laughs> the things. <laughs> all right. So AJ is a country boy turned technical solutions consultant, turned direct response digital marker. I love direct response. My thing. Definitely going to talk about that. But his passion is bringing ideas to life and creating strategies that help his clients hit home runs. From his website, you find, he says, I turn your ideas and the blind spots you can't see in your business into money. Mm -hmm. Help you find money. I love that. He calls himself a celebrity secret weapon, a digital marketing executionist, a publishing king, and a creative consultant. You notice right there all the, the marketing <laughs> talk you hear right there in, just from the website. So AJ, welcome her to the show, man. I appreciate you for coming out here with us. Thank you so much, man. And just just a sidebar, the celebrity secret weapon thing, I did not like that at all. So I didn't come up with it. My clients came up with it. I thought it was vain. Um, I thought it was vain. I'm a country boy at heart. Um, and, you know, coming from humble beginnings, you learn to appreciate things. And um, I was raised by my grandmother. So her thing was you never get too big for your britches uh, and you always stay humble. So when they started saying to AJ, you should just go with the Celebrity Secret Weapon. I was like, nah, I'm not Secret Weapon. I've been calling me that stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, but yeah, that's something that came um, from my customers. But I actually just love um, seeing people take whatever their idea is and turning it into money, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and the one of the biggest things that I see, whether you're in the celebrity space or, or you're just starting out, 
is we can't see ourselves in the frame, right? A picture can't see itself in the frame. So I like to look at people and understand what are the things that move you? What are the things that you love? What are the things that you're good at? What are the things you have experience at? What are all the things that you bring into the world? And what is that little area where we can cut a sliver of that um, and monetize it? So that's kind of what, I, what I've been doing for, for years now. Love it, love it. I, I absolutely agree with all. I, I absolutely agree with everything you're saying there. Uh, let me ask you this question: Is there anybody else that you want to bring into the fold here? Might someone you want to introduce, family member, anything like that? Your favorite fish? No, 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 no. I'm I'm here with my with my daughter and my niece there, and they're eating lunch. So um, I just told them, "Be quiet." I'm recording a podcast. So <laughs> now nah. here's the, the other thing: um, we have my wife has a little Yorkie, right? Mm-hmm. And when they pull up into the driveway, there's a probability that he'll start barking and going crazy. So if you guys hear him going crazy in the background, that's the Yorkie uh, of the house. But other than Doing that, man, his I'm job. just excited to be here, brother. Doing, Doing his, his job, job. <laughs> protecting, killing people. <laughs> All right, so let's get kick it off with a little, a little softball here. I'll lob this little pitch at you. First one, easy question. What are you reading now? Oh, man. So I am... Actually, in the middle of two books, I'm reading mm-hmm. a book called Messy. Um, the uh, book Messy um, is by, I can't remember uh, the gentleman's name. I can look it up now. But um, the premise of Messy is this. A lot of times, um, as we start out in life, as we start out in relationships, as we start out in friendships, school, no matter what vertical it is, um, we tend to default to wanting a plan, mm-hmm. right? Um, but you know this, and I know this, a lot of times, um, you can't control a lot of the things that happen, right? Mm -hmm. There are things you can plan for, but there are things that you cannot uh, plan for. In life, some of the best lessons come from the biggest messes. Mm -hmm. Some of the best strategies come um, when you're out there in the middle of the field and you're in the middle of the fight or the war, the battle, whatever metaphor you want to use, and something comes out of left field and you have to adjust, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So it's the adjustment sometimes that creates the magic. Um, so Messi talks about, um, he, he goes over stories throughout history that have developed some of the, you know, the greatest techno- technological um, advances of our times that started out in a mess. Mm. So for example, I mean, if you think about any of the, uh, the big startups that we have today, most of them didn't start like they are right now, mm-hmm. right? So they started doing one thing, then something happened and it created chaos and then they pivoted to, to the chaos mm-hmm. and then they put structure around the chaos. So you think about Instagram. It didn't start out as the Instagram we know today. It started out just literally as a, a photo. I think it was actually like a, a um a tra- like a four square. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So and then they like saw something, they saw this one piece of it was working as it let's focus on it. Let's focus on that. So they weren't trying to do that, but that that thing took off and it created a chaos in what they were trying to do, but then they turned to focus on that and then you know that happened. Um, one of the most intriguing examples, and I don't want to wax poetic about the book, but I just gotta say this. Um, one of the things that is extremely interesting is the example that he uses with Donald Trump. <laughs> he doesn't say, you know, whether he's a Trump supporter or not. And reading his book, I would think that he's not. But he says that Donald Trump does such a great job of creating mess that nothing sticks to him. Because what happens is Donald Trump would do the most ridiculous thing. And the world will turn to focus on it. And Donald Trump will turn right around and go tweet something even more ridiculous. And then the world tries to focus on that. And then Donald Trump will go do, right? So it's, it's like, we're always in this chaos, right? 
So, but it causes the people around you to say like, oh my God, but, but again, if you can leverage that um, and you understand how to do that, that can be powerful. So I think it's a, it's a counterintuitive way to think about business, but it's definitely worth the read. Mm, that's interesting. Definitely messy. And it, it brings to mind some of those, uh, I was reading something this past weekend and a gentleman was, um, he was starting these businesses or maybe was watching, listening to a, a, a video or whatnot, but it was the gentleman had been successful in business and had several several times he made money and lost money made money and lost money like lots of mm -hmm. money because he just blow it because he was young he didn't like do what he was doing he didn't care <laughs> but what happened was he he was like go to these uh some of his mba people that he knew that had these degrees and so forth he just went and started running making his money he didn't go to college but then he started asking them the questions about how to put this business together and they're bringing in all these charts and graphs and putting all these figures and stats and everything together. And he's like, all right, let's just go do it. Like, you know, exactly. and just what the MBA said to him, they said to him, you're more likely to succeed than we are because you don't know what you don't know. And you're willing to just go do it. And like you said, shift and make adjustments and pivot when you get to a point where you're stuck. And I'm and yes. so and, and I know that. And then you myself. figure that part out. Mm -hmm. And then you yeah. figure that part figure out. That out. You're stuck. You figure that part out, right? Yep. And persistence. Funny story that so I um actually actually I was a keynote speaker at the National Black MBA Association. Stuff. Right. So it's it's ten thousand MBAs from all over the country. They get together and it's like a big job fair and they have all these corporations there. I was one of the marketing keynote speakers. And guess who doesn't have an MBA? <laughs> I think I was Boy, the only person that, that spoke. Ooh, you got to speak on that now. MBA, you right? got to speak on that now. So, so I think the thing is this, much like the example that you just gave, when I see something that I want to do, mm -hmm. I figure out a way to do it. When I wanted to get into music marketing, I went, I went and contacted a friend that I knew who had a friend that worked at a record label. Mm -hmm. And I said, hey, I'm interested in, in getting into the music industry, doing marketing. I've always wanted to do it, right? Mm -hmm. um, Within, I mean, at first, you, right? I mean, you speak it out loud, speak it to the universe, then understand who are the people that you can contact to start making the wheels turn. Write down the plan, you know, mm -hmm. what happens. Before you know it, I had um, a record label head, Polo to Don, and I'm not name dropping, I'm just yeah, saying references. It is, it is, so I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. And another gentleman, um, his name is Ray Daniels, um, they took me out to dinner mm -hmm. <laughs> about working at their labels with them, mm. right? So again, I started, you know, you put it out there um, and you can work toward doing whatever it is that you want to do. You don't need an MBA. Mm -hmm. You don't need like all these things that, that where there were gatekeepers required back in the day, that's not there anymore, right? Mm -hmm. What yeah. can you do? What result can you get for me? What can you bring into my life? How can you make my life better? How can you add value to my business? That's what people want to know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I've had instances where I wanted to work with clients and I would just go build their website, like rebuild their website the way that I thought it needs to be built and just say, hey, I was looking at your website. I really, you know, <laughs> um, enjoy what you're doing here. I just built this for you. Um, and if you, you know, if you're interested, just let me know. I have my team set it up, blah, 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 blah. Right. Mm -hmm. Intentional, intentional. You can create the world that you want to live in. Love that. Love you don't that. have to follow a path. Love that, love that. We're going to definitely break down how that came about, some of that mindset that came there. Um, one thing that I want to want to piggyback on there is that um, myself, having come from my background with recovery, and even though I had all the, I got the degrees, I had the intelligence, had all the opportunities, mm -hmm. went into, went left, and went way left, 
and even even further left, you know. Um, and I found myself just sitting there stuck in my own head because I literally mm -hmm. didn't know, like, I got all this opportunity and I got all these skills, but how do I go forward? And I said, I need to go get this degree. So I went and got my master's degree. Sure. Even though nice. I was already coaching people. Yeah. But I well, felt here's like I needed the, that degree. Let <laughs> me be said. clear. Let me be clear. <laughs> no, I'm just, not saying no, that you don't need it. I'm yeah, not yeah, saying yeah. that you don't need it. And I'm not saying that it doesn't have a place or it's mm -hmm. not valuable. What mm -hmm. I'm saying is um, the barrier that people put in their head to think yeah, that they exactly. need it is not necessarily needed, yeah, right? That's, you that's can do thing. it without it. Yes, that's okay. that thing. That's I just want to be thing. clear. I, I'm not dissing nobody. No, I love it. No, I love it. But, but I was, I was in that place where I was like, I think I need this degree, but I was already coaching. So you know, when I got the degree, it's like I need to get my doctoral degree because yeah. I need more people it's to validation. see that I've changed. And then, but it, they didn't care. It's validation. They just like you it's, said was they wanted the results. How can you get me this result? And I was getting mm -hmm. them results. And then I look finally look at myself and people start paying me thousands, a couple few thousand dollars. It was like, yes, I guess I don't even need the degree, do I? Because <laughs> right. no one ever asked me, do you have a degree? Right. And but here's the other thing, though. I think mm -hmm. that there's value in going through those different processes. Right. Yeah. Because the mm -hmm. thing that because I, I do have a degree, a bachelor's degree, but I think mm -hmm. um, what that shows is your ability to to take, you know, a curriculum or whatever it is and follow it through to mm -hmm. completion. Right now, I think that um, the one of the drawbacks is that if you get stuck in, in the mindset of following patterns and following structures and then you're you're thrown out into the world where there is no structure. Um, I've seen people kind of lose their is this. Um, yeah, yes, yes, yes. You're good. OK, I've seen people lose their shit before. <laughs> right. And totally like going to depression and, and, you know, all these different things because there was no um, path already carved out for them. Mm -hmm. So um, I think that that's the danger. But mm -hmm. if you can keep your mind open and be open to experiences, opportunities and failure, because that's the biggest thing. If you're open to failure, mm -hmm. um, then you can, you know, strike out and start something that, that can be bigger than you. Excellent. Excellent. I love that. All right, you said you said your two books. You started with Got Messy and we went down that rabbit hole. Was there what was the second book? Yes. You so the one that um, I got to pull it up because I just. Mm -hmm. um, um, OK. Actually, I'm, I'm in the middle of two more, but I'll just go with exactly what to say. Oh, that's um, a black cover. It's, it's, yes. Okay. Yes. I know what you're talking about. I got Bill that. Jones. I haven't started it yet. Okay. It's a great read, man. It's a great read. Um, are you sub? This total sidebar. So I'm going to ask uh -huh. you a question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. Um. So you're helping people write and publish books. Do you do webinars? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Exactly what to say is if you take the the chapters in that book mm -hmm. and you. Um, learn each chapter. It's literally the format of a sales webinar. Really? So it's teaching you. It's it's almost, but it's 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 genius. Like you can print out. They have a, a printout with it, and yeah, it tells yeah. you all the different words. It's every step of a webinar is in the exactly what to say. But you can apply that to conversations. And I and I didn't even realize it until I was um, reading it. But that's kind of what I do. Like you, you know, people have doubts and fears. So what do you do? You allay their fears. You make them not doubt themselves. You make them feel confident, right? <laughs> so, so yeah, it's it's. I that's the reason I love that book. And and let me just jump back for a minute. Mm -hmm. Messy is by Tim Harford. H A R F O R D. Tim mm -hmm. Harford. Excellent. Good. Good stuff. Yeah. I mean, I had I I actually read the introduction to that and I had it. Mm -hmm. I just choose between that and another book called like automatic income last night before it was okay. my last late night reading material. And I chose Wait, the other one. Automatic income. <laughs> tell me about that one. I'm so, a bookworm, I mean, bro. So I just, well, yes, absolutely. 
so I just got started and I got, I fell asleep around like chapter two or whatever. But this, so in the introduction, he's really just look, talking about how, similar to what you're saying, is like keeping your eyes open, being open to see what's available. So his, his focus is on um, looking for this opportunity to create another a stream of income, whether that's mm -hmm. in real estate, whether it's in this or whatever, mm -hmm. being open to that. And now it's like, how do I get into that? And not taking anything, no no's, none of that. It's like, I'm getting into this. I just got to figure out how to get it. What are my options? And I want to get into it. He gave us an example of um, being like this early in the, in the chapter. He's talking about being in high school, right? And, um, and he was selling candy. Sure. He saw somebody was selling candy and it was, a, a, you know, the lollipops or whatever during the, yeah. during classes. And he was like, I need to get in on that because he knows it was only buying it for 25 cents and they were getting, selling them for a dollar. So he's like, he gets his cooler from his dad, fills him up with candy, selling candy out of his little cooler during, uh, during school. And the teacher brings, the principal brings him in and says, you can't keep doing that. And he's like, well, why can't they do it? And they said, the teacher, the principal told him that they were selling this stuff to make money for his team sport. So by the end of school, he done found a way to create his own team sport. He's created a Frisbee team, and right. now he's back out selling. Back and out now he's recruited a team, it. and now he's got a team selling. And now the principal calls him in and was like, I, you can't sell this stuff. He's like, but I have a Frisbee team. We're raising more money for uniform. And he kept hustling all the way through high school. Dude. Wow. <laughs> that's wow. that. I'm not taking that. it and keep moving forward. I for love it. that. And, and, but that's kind of what it takes, right? Yes. That's kind mm -hmm. of what it takes because what happens in life is you're going to constantly get no's. You're going to constantly mm -hmm. get barriers. You're going to constantly have, and as you grow, you'll have people that doubt you. You'll doubt yourself, which is super big, right? You'll doubt yourself. You're getting your head. But you have to constantly look for okay, what is, what is it that I'm not considering here? What is the angle? What is the opportunity? And if you're constantly looking for the opportunity, um, then you can always come up with things. What is the barrier that they're saying? Okay, what are three or four different ways that I can think about getting around this barrier? All right, so I'm, I'm in constant motion forward, always, always in constant motion forward. And when I hit something that I feel like it's a stopping point, then I look left and look right, look up, look down, like what can I do now? And if it's a true stopping point, then I just figure out what else do I need to do that you know that doesn't include that particular barrier. So mm -hmm. I'm definitely getting that automatic income. Do you, who is that by? Um, hold on a second, let me show you. Uh, actually, it's called automate your income. Excuse me, automate, automate okay. your income, and that automate. is Phil Laboon, L A B O O N. L A B O O N. Yep, Laboon. Phil Laboon. Yep. Got it. Perfect. I love this, man. I, I love learning. Oh, I definitely do, man. That's that. I wake up learning. I go to sleep learning. Uh, so, all right. So, let's get into, and I, we, I haven't gone away from how you developed this mentality. We're going to get into that. Um, sure. Tell, tell the, the Wealthy Author family, um, tell us about your business, businesses, and mm -hmm. more importantly, of course, why you do what you do. Um, I love the process. I love the process. I love starting with an idea and figuring out how can we take this idea and make it a real thing? Mm -hmm. Who are the people that we can convince to buy into this idea? What are the products and services that we can take from this idea and bring it to the world? I, I, I'm, I'm the person that loves that startup. I, I love, mm. once I hit a certain dollar or once a goal is accomplished, and I'm like, okay, what, what do we do? What's next? What's next? And that's why, you know, I, I jumped from, you know, IT consulting. And I was like, you know what? I need to go music industry. So music industry, I'm getting ready to do some stuff with the NBA. I've already done some stuff with the NFL. 
Like I, I, cho I choose where my next challenge is going to be. And I look at it as an adventure. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so um, that's that's kind of built into my DNA. Okay. Um, so I'm always looking for that next challenge. So let's get to my businesses. So Jesus Christ, here we go. <laughs> um, I am the director of marketing and innovation at Zone 4 Records. Um, you probably have, I'm, every, I'm sure everybody knows Carrie Hilson. We're, yep. We've had a project kind of on hold since last fall um, and a bunch of things have happened, of course, the pandemic. So that'll be coming out soon. I'll be leading the marketing um, efforts on that. Um, there's a YouTube sensation. Her name is Kayla Nicole. Okay. Um, she, <laughs> she's, she's from the label, but I work with a lot of different artists and things like that at the label. So that's, that's one hat. Um, I and ran you're going more of uh, introducing. They got a new tour, new record uh, album coming out. Of what I say, record new album yes. coming out. Of yeah, what we say in the industry, record. Yeah, okay, yeah, it's a new record. Uh, yeah. So you're and you're getting them prepared to launch that and then continue on getting more sales as far as the marketing portion of that. Yes. Yeah, so I do the digital piece, right? Okay. Um, okay. We have other people do the tours. There's a company called CAA. That's like mm -hmm. one of the big touring agencies. So, you know, we'll have other agencies do the touring and stuff like that. But what I will do is I will create like a digital launch strategy, mm. right? What channels are we going to use? What influencers are we going to partner with? How can we get more listens on Spotify, Pandora? How can we get more streams on YouTube? How can we get more followers on all the other platforms? How can we maximize Instagram? Because she has, I think, 4 million followers or whatever. How can we maximize wow. those? Um, then I also think, how can we create merch? Like, what is the merchandise that we can, we create? So I'll help, you know, I'll either I'll build a Shopify, well, not me, but my team. Mm -hmm. um, we'll build out a Shopify store. We'll source merchandise. Um, if mm -hmm. she wants to, if she wants to partner with big brands to create merchandise, I'll create a plan for that. Um, we are, one of the ideas we had was partnering with Facebook and doing like a Facebook watch, watch launch. Um, you know, I just come up with different innovative ideas using technology. Uh, to assist with the traditional, um, you know, billboards and radio and, you know, the traditional marketing. So I come I like up with that. all the digital strategy. Okay, cool. Okay. Can I, and I, yeah. I like that you're going both sides because my, my father, we've been in promotions for, he's been in promotions. I don't really get into yeah. that, but promotion for a minute. And he's like, he likes that. He likes that billboards and radio shows. He's used to that. And I'm like, daddy, you mm -hmm. still got to, you got to learn about SoundCloud and all these other sure. different stuff. You got to learn SoundCloud, about SoundCloud. It's a crap of, it's a crap load of, of yeah. out there. Yeah. Okay. okay. So and, we have the digital thing going for the music and then. Yeah. And it's funny you said that I, when I was in corporate America back in 2013, I was a promoter for about six or seven years here in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. So I know a lot of the club owners and business owners and stuff like that from my club promotion days. But anyway. <laughs> all right. So um, I ran a, a digital marketing agency for five years, but I shut it down and I still maintain just one client because they're like, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> so um, they actually hired my account rep that worked for me. They hired her in-house. Mm -hmm. um, and we still run the Facebook ads and the YouTube ads and we write the copy and we build the sale pages. It's four dermatology offices uh, here locally in Atlanta. There are four mm -hmm. different offices. So Interesting. do that. Um, I have a um, group of, I think we're a little bit over 400 entrepreneurs who are uh, starting t-shirt businesses. So we have a monthly, ah, monthly, I, I got that monthly down membership. As a message uh, or as a question. Yeah. I knew that. Cool. Yep. Yep. So monthly membership there. I think we have 400 um, people that you know they we charge them monthly and we help them when they're stuck growing their t-shirt businesses okay i have my own private facebook group with authors i think we're at 230 authors in there mm -hmm. they're somewhere within the publishing process um interestingly enough 
this is week 10, the 10th week in a row where we have someone publish a book. So every week for the last All 10 right. weeks, we've had someone All publish. Right. That's called a streak, um, a winning streak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we're trying to do that. Um, so what do we talk about? Marketing innovation. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing is I, so I did something called Learning on Lockdown, which was a three-day summit with some amazing actors. Um, so I, I work with actors um, and help them build um, their platform, whatever it is. So I have one of my clients um, who is getting ready to do an animated film in partnership with Netflix uh, and is Viola Davis's production company. Like there's a lot of stuff going on, right? So that, then I have other clients who are in the TV film that are, want to be public speakers on the side, or they want to launch a YouTube channel on the side, or they like, people come to me with their ideas and i help build framework around it to try and automate it for them mm -hmm. um, so that they can make money outside of what they're already making money doing and a lot of times i've helped people one of my clients in particular he's an executive um, for miller course so we put together a platform for him started his membership group we helped him launch the book and like all these things and he quit miller course within a little bit over a year of working with me and my team that's what's up right and he's like a big wig at miller course too um but but yeah so that that's kind of it it's it it is you know how can we leverage this digital world out here um mm -hmm. to make money to make you some money and then and i don't approach it from the money perspective i approach it from because i understand like money is just a byproduct of of, of bringing value into the world or doing good for people right. so i'm like you know what are the things that you love right because if you if you don't like social media and you got a million followers just because you're on tv then you're not a good person for a product if mm. you don't like it, right? Unless you're going to, unless you're going to just do exactly what we say for photo shoots and you're gonna post what we want you to post and you're gonna do all that, you know what I mean? Then we can mm -hmm. do that. But I don't wanna do that. I wanna work with something that you love doing mm -hmm. so that mm -hmm. it, it aligns with what you wanna do. So, um, you know, one of my clients, she does her videos and now she's, you know, she's over a million followers. She gets a lot of traffic to her videos and she's like, hey, I wanna create my own, um, I think she said like shower curtains or something like that because that's a that's a but that's a part of of what she's doing oh in her family, okay okay right mm -hmm. so when she she's getting ready to go to shoot this animated thing there's big parts of it that will be in the bathroom right uh, right so okay. so why not have your own product placement in your own animated film you talk about that have your characters talk about that and that becomes a, a potential thing nice right nice. um so um so that's that um, I also, I, I'm kind of like the marketer's marketer, if you will. So mm -hmm. like, I'll get like, I was hired by the airport to actually come and train their marketing team on how to integrate direct response marketing into their brand marketing that they're doing. Because everybody's like, oh, this is awareness. We're just going to buy a billboard <laughs> and we just want people to see it. We just mm -hmm. want eyeballs. But my thing is always, if you're going to spend money, there should be some sort of an ask on the back end of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like some sort of a call to action to get them to go do something. Because once you can get them to do that micro ask, it's much easier to get them to do the second ask. Mm -hmm, right. Mm -hmm. And then and then eventually when you ask them to spend, now they're accustomed to doing what you're saying, not just seeing your beautiful billboard out there that says, you know, we're the best company ever. Right. Excellent, so turn, excellent. Turn it, right. Yeah. So turn it around. How can you turn your communication around to talk to the person that you're targeting so that you attract them to you? And you don't have to go get them and that's that's the beauty of my life right now i don't go after nobody people come to me and i get the benefit of saying yes no 
it took 20 years to get here. <laughs> you know? Okay. Uh-huh. But but I think that's the beautiful thing is I get to say, oh, that looks interesting. I'll do that. And mm -hmm. I'll, oh, I don't want to do that. No, And it doesn't matter how much money they offer. What matters is, am I going to be comfortable doing it? Is this a person I can drink a beer with? Um, you know, is this a person that is, you know, integrity? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I can make yeah. decisions based on that versus just money. So instead of need, it's out of desire. Instead of need. Now, don't get it twisted, bro. Because there was a time when I did every single thing that came yeah. out. I was like, you got to do everything. Okay, you got to check. It didn't matter, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I love it. I love it. I but love you can it. work to you can work to what that sweet spot. Um, but I, I really I especially love the book publishing part of it because, you know, and I'm sure you know this as well. When people, you know, they want to write a book, there are typically only a few obstacles, right? It's like time, mm -hmm. I don't know what to do, I can't figure out how to get it out of my brain. It's mm -hmm. fear, what if nobody buys this? Mm -hmm. It's I need somebody to keep me accountable. It's yep. you know what I mean? It's only a few different things that people have, right? So when you understand that you can talk to that person and you can help them get over whatever those things are and then yeah. you can put them in an environment to nourish them so that they're working alongside you know 200 other people that are cheering them on right mm -hmm. and even and within my private group you know we cheer each other on like one of the ladies she had she had COVID, wow. but we did a everybody did like a video and i had my video team like put this video collage together and it was like you know what I mean? Like I Incredible. try to create like a little family, right? Yeah, 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 and, yeah. And we have one one lady that prays in there every Sunday, and it's, it's just like a cool little cool little cohort of people that are all working toward a common goal. Love it, right? love it. So anyway, um, yeah, I love, love it. Yo, there's a couple a couple of bars I want to talk about. There. You got you got a couple of things y'all uh, uh, wealthy author family. We gotta listen to some of the things this that. Um, it's coming off the top of AJ's head. It's just similar, just flowing out. Cause this is what he's been doing. It's what he's been doing 20 years of perfecting something. So it becomes seamless. So now you can focus on opportunity. It's not about thinking about how am I gonna make this happen? It's like, do I wanna do this? Let's make it happen. <laughs> and part of that Correct. part of that piece of there is as I get more and more and more focused on direct response marketing, as you heard, is like, <clears throat> okay, I remember from my freshman year in, freshman year in college in school of business, mm -hmm. we had a school on communications. And they talk about communication requires a sender and a receiver. Sender and receiver, a message. But in order for it to be true communication, the sender sends them to the receiver, and there must be one other piece, feedback. In order for it to be true communication, there's gotta be feedback. So when we think about this idea of branding, what people think about branding, they think about the big names, Coca-Cola, they got millions, billions of dollars to spend. Billions of dollars are spending just to, so people mm -hmm. remember Coca-Cola. You don't got no billion dollars to be throwing money away. So what we want to do is create that communication, open lines of communication. And that requires you full communication for you to get feedback from whatever you put out and to get paid in some way. And I like to say, you know, I help, help my help my clients understand, like getting paid doesn't mean always monetarily. By getting a, an email and a name, that is still paid for in a transaction. That is a form of payment. So if I'm going to put something out there, like you said, I need to get some feedback. And that feedback is a form of a payment of cash, credit card, whatever, or name and email. I need to get, and that's what the name of the game for direct response marketing is. I need to know the numbers on what I'm putting out there. If I cannot mm -hmm. calculate it and analyze it, it ain't direct response marketing. <laughs> I put out so Absolutely. much out there, I need Absolutely. to know what's coming up in return. So I love that Absolutely. idea of breaking that down small, mini, um, small uh, uh, 
responses from people and then mm -hmm. you continue to grow that and grow that and grow that i definitely mm -hmm. want to come back to that in just a second here but you also <laughs> you also uh, give this a great understanding of what it's like to continue growing and developing this business as you continue to go along and i want to know for here before we get back into the publishing of the books and so forth and leveraging those um where did this come from um because you know as someone that you know i had i came from a family i didn't have i didn't have to worry about a lot now my parents came from the country and had to grow and figure everything out they I didn't were like have me to go through that. <laughs> yeah they were like me so they, yeah. didn't, they didn't have to do as much so um there's a difference when you're saying like every freaking dollar counts i need to get my return mm -hmm. on my investment and that creates a different type of mentality so i'm asking you from your perspective growing up what was it that says i need to get in business you obviously probably had this a desire to help people but what was it about i want to turn this into business i actually want to get paid for doing these types of things that growth um humble beginnings right you mm -hmm. you mentioned that you know your parents come from um, humble beginnings That's um, it. i was raised yeah i was That's raised it. primarily <laughs> yeah i was raised primarily by my grandmother small town louisiana and um she ended up having to drop out of school when she was in sixth fifth grade mm -hmm. and her sister dropped out of sixth grade and they because her mother passed away, right? So the rest of her siblings, all eight of her younger siblings, you know, back then they had dozens of kids. Everybody <laughs> yeah. had dozens. Of kids. Gotta play um, far, the rest man. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. The rest of them, you gotta, man, say it again. I just heard what you said. Um, the rest of them um, went on to graduate from Southern University, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, which is where mm -hmm. I went and ended up going as well. Um, she never got a chance to go right mm. so um she had the work ethic she was just as smart as they were but she was forced to drop out and take care of them by no fault of mm, her own yeah um and that always kind of was something that was like a, a a thorn in her side right that all her siblings and then once they graduated from college um what was the, the great uh migration of mm -hmm. black people leaving the south and going north. up north mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. um she was still in the south but all of her siblings went up north so they were you know all doing well doctor lawyer you know therapists um mm -hmm. you know engineers everything um but she always worked really hard and here's what i mean um she was a janitor that was her job day job mm -hmm. right but she left the janitor and she could bake so she was in our town she was the neighborhood baker so she went she worked at the bakery as a, as the person that baked all the cakes and all the stuff right mm -hmm. first she started out cleaning up and then they let her bake and they were like oh my god you're amazing at baking so they made her like the head baking person right mm -hmm. she would leave there so school would get out at 1 o'clock she'd go to the bakery to about 4 35 o'clock she left there and she went and got contracts with de dentist offices and doctor's offices in the town mm -hmm. so between 5 and 7 38 o'clock she would go around and clean the different doctor's offices mm. every single day right wow saturday she cleaned houses she cleaned okay. houses of, of the the people that were the principals in the city the politicians like she's she cleaned those houses and sundays the people that she cleaned their houses she would take their clothes and iron the clothes to make more money mm. so she was an entrepreneur in her own little way yeah to make ends meet and the other part is she would take my brother and i with her as much as possible so we would see her doing all this stuff and she would say, you know, y'all get in there, y'all gonna sweep the floor and you, you know, you go out and do the grass or whatever. So then she would give us a dollar or two from yep. the work that she was doing. But what she would always say, and, and I never forget this when I was, I think I was in 11th grade, I was standing in the door watching her clean. And the lady's name was Miss Wright. 
so Miss Wright had a daughter named Tiana. Tiana was fine. Mm -hmm, <laughs> so mm -hmm. Tiana, Tiana was there, and Tiana was my classmate, right? So um, my grandmother was cleaning uh, Miss Wright's office. Tiana was in the office. I was standing with my grandmother. Um, and when Tiana said something to my grandmother, my grandmother said, yes, ma'am, to Tiana, who's my age, right? And that did something to me. I was like, what? And, she, and so I was like, grandmother, why'd you say yes, ma'am, to Tiana? And she was like, well, baby, you always just respect people um, and you serve people at a high level and you will always be, you will always be fine, no matter what it is, no matter who it is. I just show her respect, right? Bars. So from that, I understood that if you provide a service Mm -hmm. um, and you're respectful of the people that you provide a service to, you're going to do your best to do the best possible job you can for that particular person. You're going to serve them at a higher level. And this is even what I do for my clients now. I'm constantly looking at my clients and figuring out what else can I do for them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. I go to them with, I'm like, Hey, you know what? You didn't think about this. Or I have a meeting a little bit later today. This guy's a, a music guy. And I called him Friday and I was like, Hey, I see you doing this. Here are three more things you can do. Boom, he's like, dude, come to my office. We need to sit down and talk, right? Mm. I know this is going to turn into money. I know it is, right? And the other part is, guess what? I don't have to execute it because I have an entire staff that does everything from publishing to launching online courses to group management to writing my email copy to posting social media if I need it. So I have an, essentially my own little team that does everything. Mm. All I have to do is go have a conversation and write down what needs to be done and then give it to my project manager Love that. and just have daily meetings. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think it comes from, um, seeing my grandmother serve everybody that she touched. She, you know, she cooked at church. We were in church all the damn time, like literally <laughs> Sunday, Saturday, Friday, Thursday, every day we were in church. She mm -hmm. worked, she was a mother in the church. She cooked at the church. Um, she was a Sunday school teacher for like 40 plus years. Um, you know, it, just watching that and just seeing that as a child play out over and over and over again to where, you know, on a fifth grade education, um, my mother was there. She lived next door in a very small house and she was always working as well. But seeing my grandmother not only raise her siblings, but then my grandmother had seven kids. Mm -hmm. Five of them went on to Southern University. Mm -hmm. Right. And then when crack hit in the 80s, <laughs> mm -hmm. my grandmother would actually take the people who were on drugs and bring them into the house. Love and it. cook for them, mm, right? Mm, mm. And we were like, wait a minute, girl. You can't bring the crackers. <laughs> you can't bring the But even like to this day, like now, you know, bless, bless her heart, she's still here. She's, um, she's 87 years old. To this day, she's always saying, are you praying? Um, are you serving? Are you praying? Are you serving? And that's what she tells me even now when I talk to her, right? Mm -hmm. So when I'm thinking about it, I'm like, okay, I do pray. I meditate a lot. Um, and I'm always looking for who I can serve. And I think if I keep that attitude and then understand the the automation piece, because again, if you have, and I haven't hit a seven figure um, year yet, mm -hmm. but what I do understand is if you have four products at a $30 mm -hmm. price point and you do 25 sales a day, that's a million dollars in a calendar year. Okay. So you got it. Hold on. Let me get, cause right. <laughs> I, like, so, the, the number is like to me that I, I was like, oh, okay, that, that does make sense. So four products, four products that are minimum, at $30. Minimum of $30. Minimum of $30. 25 sales a day. Do that calculation real quick. I want to see what you come up with. So four products yep. that are $30 each. So that's that's $120. 120 times 25. That's $3,000 a day. Times 365. Times 365. Yeah, it's $3,000 a day. So that, that gets you there. 365 is... 
one million ninety-five thousand. Correct. Absolutely. Right. So, so if automated, like I, it's doing it by itself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. So, so I have products that are automated that are selling. I don't have all four of them set up because, actually, for me, like yeah, a million dollars is a goal or whatever, but. I do products, some of them might be a $10,000 thing, and then I might chill for, you know what I'm saying? Or I might do a $20,000 dig, or I might do a 5,000, and then I might have my 20, I have, you know, 400 people paying $30 a month, and mm -hmm. 200 people paying $29 a month, or $27, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So I'm, it's it's not about money, it's about freedom. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. Mm -hmm. so, so again, understanding that you can serve, but then also understanding how you can create revenue that gives you the freedom to serve in a way that you want to. Bars, you're gonna have to rewind that again. Y'all need to rewind that whole sequence and remember mm -hmm. um, the, the mindset behind that. First off, remembering this is about your own freedom and defining it for yourself. Um, but mm -hmm. not saying not saying no to the million, but not saying gotta, no. <laughs> definitely not saying no to the million. So let's yeah. um and I gotta tell you, I got I went to Howard University. Um, HU? Yeah, I went to HU and but my coach the, the coach from Southern University is actually yeah. who me play. Um, okay. and couldn't bring me down to Southern University and told yeah. Howard University about me, and they gave me a full scholarship based off the coach at Southern That's University. That's what's up. That's what's yeah, up. Yeah, so That's I almost up, went to, I almost went to Southern too. Dude, so I almost went to Yard. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah. But you, I mean, you, but look, you went to Howard though, so you good to go, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. All right, so let's let's go into let's transition into this idea of. Uh, um, you got into doing the books and it just seems like you're doing marketing, you do, you got direct response, you're helping people to do these digital launches for their, for their mm -hmm. music and things of that nature. The books, what is it about books and what is, why are you leveraging books? Here's what I think about a book. Mm -hmm. Imagine sitting down, having a conversation with Steve Jobs. Mm -hmm. Then imagine sitting down, having a conversation with Malcolm X. Mm -hmm. Then imagine sitting down, having a conversation with, um, I don't know, Franklin Roosevelt. Mm -hmm. Then imagine sitting down, having a conversation with uh, Marcus Garvey. Mm -hmm. Then imagine sitting down, having a conversation on how to grow your business from somebody who's grown multiple six and seven figure business. Mm -hmm. Every book that you read is a conversation with that person that you can have within an hour or two if you do audio. I mean, well, audio is what, nine or 10 hours, mm -hmm. right? So you're taking all the information of their life and the values that they gave to the world. And in a very short time span, you get all that information. It's already filtered for the best of the best information. That's what you get from a book. And that's why I love that. Excellent. See, I wealthy, I wealthy out there, family. That's one of the reasons why you hear, you know, the hashtag, you know, the mantra here that you're only one book away from improving mm -hmm. your life and your business. And that is the exact reason why it's been true for my life and true for, Plenty of the people you hear on this on this show on this podcast, they talk about this book did this to me, and I did this mm -hmm. book also did this for me for my business. So let's mm -hmm. talk about how did your your book yourself, um, how had with your books that you've written. Let's mm -hmm. talk about the books you've written here. We're about halfway through today's show, and I want to give you a quick word from our sponsor before finishing the interview. Today's show is sponsored by Thought Fortune Press. You probably know that if you're not an authority in your industry, nobody's hearing your message. And you may know that the number one way to build your authority is by authoring a book. What you probably don't know is that you can write the manuscript for your book in less than four hours. 
I'm D. Arlando Fortune, the lead self-publishing strategist for Thought Fortune Press, where we turn your ideas into a branded book that brings in the cash by sharing your unique message and positioning you as an authority in your industry. If you're an entrepreneur or a speaker who's thinking about already writing or want to publish your next book, but you don't want to write it, or you just want to get help getting it done, your first step is a wealthy author roadmap. This is a call to help us get to the heart of what you do for your customers. Together, we'll determine how a book will help you establish more credibility in your customers' minds and make a bigger impact in their lives, while also, of course, increasing your revenues. During the call, we'll walk you through designing your book's outline and its content and create a publishing timeline that fits your goals, even if that means getting it done in as little as 90 days. What makes us different is that we know a book is only the first step into your world. Not only do we help you write the book, but we work with you on creating a signature suite of products all from your book's one outline. We do all of this using the five phases of our proprietary system, the Signature Book Formula. To get started on your personalized wealthy author roadmap, go to thoughtfortunepress.com and click the gold Start Here button at the top of the page. Now remember, you're only one book away. So let us at Thought Fortune Press guide you to becoming an author. Go to thoughtfortunepress.com today. Now let's get back to the show and pick up where we left off because there's plenty more of these bars for you to take note of in this episode. I told you it was going to be good. Um, okay. What made you start write the first book, man? Um, actually, the first one was, um, it was Instagram Marketing on Fire. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when when Facebook acquired Instagram, um, I said, and I had written eBooks and stuff like that. But I was like, you know what? Let me just write a, a book, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I took the tenets of of just marketing in general um, mm-hmm. that apply to any social media platform because they're more principles than they are tactics. Yeah. So I took the principles of marketing and I applied it to how would you grow a business on Instagram? And this was literally right after the acquisition. So I was like one of the first books on Instagram after the acquisition. So mm-hmm. I kind of rolled that wave and got a lot of sales and you know what I mean? I rolled that mm-hmm. wave. And then at the time I was like, wait a minute, let me um, do this in just different verticals. So I said, okay, well, let me do one on restaurants. And then mm-hmm. I said, let me do one on, on barbers and beauty salons. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I took that one approach and then I did it in three different verticals. Mm-hmm. Um, then I did that. The first one took a long time. The second one was pretty quick because it was just a modification and it was niched out. Mm-hmm. Uh, then friends around started saying, dude, you're writing all these books. How are you doing all this stuff? Um, so I just kind of jotted down my process and shared it with uh, one of my homeboys. And he was like, OK, he never wrote a book, um, but <laughs> <laughs> but. But it got yep. me interested because multiple people were asking about it, yep. right? So I did a webinar based on what I told him. It was a 12-week webinar um, that I sold. And I th- what did I sell it for? I think 97 bucks or maybe 297 Anyway, whatever it was, it was like a, a $4,000 payday or whatever. But so maybe 97 bucks or whatever. Um, and I helped several people back then write and publish their books, but I wasn't holding their hands. Mm. Right? It was just a 12-week thing. And I was just telling them I was, 
back then it was go to webinar. So I would get on the go to webinar wow. and I'll say, Oh yeah, this week you should do this. Oh, next week you should do that. And a couple of them published. Mm -hmm. And I actually put that down uh, for a while and I didn't pick that back up until maybe three years ago. Mm -hmm. um, and, and the thing now is everybody has a story to tell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that, um, your story could be your breakthrough. You, like, and like your motto is like, you're one book away, right? You mm -hmm. write, you could write your book. Um, and if done correctly, you become, a, you become the expert on what it is that you're writing about. So if Absolutely. your backstory is like, I'm a cancer survivor, right? Mm -hmm. um, I haven't written about that, but I could write a book on, you know, the different phases that you go through psychologically when you find out you have cancer, how you do with your family, you know, what about eating? What about chemo and radiation? How do you how to deal with vomiting? How to deal, how to deal with, you know, having to be by yourself for a while, how to deal with getting stuck every couple, I mean, every couple of days, you know what I mean? Like how to deal with a bone marrow transplant, which is painful as hell. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, a bone marrow biopsy rather, which is painful okay. as hell. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, so if I wrote that book, then I could technically travel around talking to cancer centers um, who are taking first time cancer patients. They could all say, you know what, you probably should connect with AJ because he has a program that's going to take you through this, what this process is like. Um, and I could do it for free or I could do it as a seminar and charge money for it. I could do I could go on the morning news and talk about it. There's Cancer Awareness Month every month. I mm -hmm. can go to different cancer organizations to be a paid speaker. Um, I mm -hmm. could turn it into an online course. Um, there are so many different ways that you can go with that. And I think that most stories that people go through, if they choose to strategically write it out, they can become the experts. So I have a lot of people that are like, oh, I was in the domestic abuse situation. Well, there are domestic abuse situation um, centers that would love to have you come speak about that. Absolutely. Um, you can go speak without a book, but if you have a book, now you have something to sell and leave behind, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that, you know, the your tagline, one book away, is extremely important because everybody has a story to, talk, to tell. Uh, and if you tell that story in the right way, you can position yourself for, revenue um, for changing lives uh, for becoming an expert in your industry there are so many different um, things downstream once you get your book written and the reason i say go with books because i know some people are like well you could just do a podcast you and i both know how much work podcasts are <laughs> yes. even if you just do a zoom podcast you still got to strip the audio yep. you still got to put it on the platforms yep. you still got to have your book your podcast covers you still got to mm -hmm. figure out how to get people to download it. Mm -hmm. You still have to do all these things. And then there's nothing really tangible mm -hmm. in your hand, right? So I think that that's the advantage that writing a book has. And it automatically gives you credibility when you show people like, hey, I've written a book, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, and I'm, I have three books right here from three of my authors I haven't even opened yet. They sent to me. So when I open them, I'm going to do like hold them in, their, in my hand, do an unboxing. Now they can take that video of me holding their book shared on their social media. And mm -hmm. guess what? People are like, oh my God, you have a book. My people will see it on my social media. Go follow them. They get new followers, potential customers. So it's, there's so many different opportunities that having a book presents mm -hmm. um, that, you know, there aren't very many things out there that can, that you can start um, on your own and build a world around it. Love it. Love it. Love it. I absolutely get that. So let's, as we as we tra start transition transition into some some of the tips you want to provide here as far as sure. um, the direction you want to go as far as marketing, I, I assume you want to go more marketing since that's kind of your love. Um, and even um, from the perspective of, I know we got we start with we have an idea of an offer. What are we going to be offering? And now we got to figure out how we're going to market that offer. 
And a lot of people, a lot of uh, entrepreneurs that I work with is trying to start their small service business. They mm -hmm. is like, I want to go do this. And I'm like, all right, so what's your offer? And they're like, my offer is to come clean your house. Like, like no, no, what is your offer? And I have to teach them and, and I have to understand what that offer is. So mm -hmm. from your perspective, especially from a direct response, um, digital marketing, what is it about that your organization um, of creating the marketing uh, funnel, creating the marketing program and whatnot, what, what is that process for you? Like something I can do today to start get started in creating my own digital marketing type plan or schedule? Um, specifically for a book? Uh, for, for a book or for the business, either way, either way okay. it goes. Okay, so the first thing that I start with um, is the pain point. Mm -hmm. Like what is the problem that you're solving? Mm -hmm. um, and is that a real pain point that other people are actively trying to solve? Because if mm -hmm. it is, now it's just a matter of your product matching with, with the pain that they're telling themselves that they have and creating that, that bridge to get them to success, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So for example, um, and this is a call I had this morning, my dermatology client, um, they're getting ready to, um, they have this whole thing, Frown Line Fridays. It's a new campaign we're running. Um, women who have frown lines, you can come in every Friday. They have specials. They'll give you your Botox shots and blah, 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 right? Mm -hmm. So they're like, how can we sell frown line Fridays and yada, yada, yada? Um, and they were like, we just got, we maybe we make the price this or we do this. And I'm like, no, first of all, um, we know that the pain point is women have frown lines that they want to get rid of, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but what are the things that they're telling themselves in their head? Like, mm -hmm. oh my God, I have this frown line. If I, had, if I didn't have this frown line, I would look so much younger. Mm -hmm. Right. So yeah. boom, we write that down. Like, okay, the pain point is they have a frown line, but what do they really want? They want to look younger. Bars, right. catch this, catch this. So the pain line is they have, you know, frown lines, but what is the what is the thing that they really want? They don't want those frown lines to turn into wrinkles, like long-term wrinkles, right? Mm -hmm. They want to they want to restore their youth, right? Mm -hmm. They don't give a, they don't care about Botox. They don't care about Juvo. They don't care about any of those products. They care about looking younger again. They care about feeling beautiful again. They're, they care about their self-esteem. They care mm -hmm. about being noticed by guys. They mm -hmm. care about, right? Those are the things that they care about. So start with the pain point, but then think about what it is that they really care about. Um, and if you can point, if you can write in your copy the things that they really care about. So I can say, um, why don't, let's restore your youth. You know, every Friday we're, we're taking back 10 years or I, that's not the copy, but you right. see what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yes, right. yes, yes, yes. You, but you, you focus on, instead of saying we're having a sale on Botox, um, mm -hmm. you say, Hey, we're going to, we're going to, those, those wrinkle spots that you've been worried about. Don't worry about it. Just come in every Friday, all the wrinkle spots that you've been stressing over, we're going to make those go away. Mm -hmm. Right. Excellent. So Excellent. then they don't care what I'm selling. I could, I could be selling them coconut oil, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but if I can sell them on the fact that they're, they're going to look young again and mm -hmm. the things that stressing them up, stressing them out at night, they don't have to stress over it anymore. I can fill in the product. So mm -hmm. it's, you know, if you already have a product that you're trying to offer, first you have to figure out what the pain point is that you're really trying to solve. What mm -hmm. are they telling themselves subconsciously that you can write in your copy or in mm -hmm. your email, or you can put on your advertisement so that when they see it, like an infomercial, right? You've seen, everybody has seen an infomercial. Yeah. You're up late at night and you see the video and it's like, have you ever got out of bed and kicked your toe at night? And you're like, as a matter yes. of fact, I have. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Right, it's, it's, it's creating that yes ladder in their head. It's like, when you go to yes church. Yes ladder. Mm. It's the yes ladder. So when you go to church, um, before the preacher opens the doors of the church, he asks a bunch of questions that you can't say no to. He was like, <laughs> he's like, 
And if the Lord is being good, let me hear you say, yeah. And yes. nobody's going to say the Lord is being good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's like, um, if you're ready to change your life, let me hear you say, or you know what I'm saying? Or yeah. ladies yeah. in here, if y'all tired of these no good men, then mm -hmm. the, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like they ask questions and that's called a yes ladder. They're building you up to ask you to do something. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. so so you got to build that yes ladder in your customers heads so that when you say when i say you know i know you're frustrated i know you have writer's block i know you know you've tried it several times and you can't figure out how to get all your ideas out of your head mm -hmm. if you struggle with any of this then i want you to go to ajsfreebook.com right now because i have a blueprint at ajsfreebook.com you can go there you pay for shipping and you will get my book sent to your door. It's gonna help you get over writer's block. It's gonna help you do, do, do. It's gonna, right? So I, I can start to say the things that the person is already thinking. That's how you get to a direct sale. Excellent. And that is a, that is a true offer. There, we definitely yeah, that's a true have offer. That. <laughs> <laughs> definitely can grab that. We'll have that, definitely have that link, ajsfreebook.com. I mm -hmm. uh, will be in the show notes. That is a, an, a, a true offer. <laughs> so, so, as we get into this direct, uh, get a little just to dive a little more into this digital marketing more to your sure. to what you're doing here. How would this look on a on a digital marketing uh, platform? So how would I do I do I start off with just jumping into paid ads? Or am I just what what kind of a direct response am I using this? How do I use this pain, um, seeing the results and asking people to do something? So at a low at a beginning level here and maybe a long term. At the beginning term. at the mm -hmm. beginning level. Well, I think first it starts with um the person that is creating the offer mm -hmm. um what are you comfortable with doing mm -hmm. here's what i mean some people are social media native mm -hmm. they 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 love social media they get on they do it they're in the groups they're they under you know they're active they're posting every day some people are instagram like what is your what is your platform that you're comfortable on um then um, and I'll get into the digital tactics later, but I want to kind of get into the psychology first. Yep. Then it is um, for your product or service, your people aggregate somewhere. They're, they're in Facebook groups. They might be on Quora. They may be on Craigslist. They may be on meetup.com. They may be on LinkedIn. Where are your people? Mm -hmm. um, and if you, if the perfect perfect world if you're native on the platform that they're on um, and you know how to use the platform that's great now you just have to get in front of those people mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. so several different ways you can do that i think the easiest way um, is if you can run some paid ads but running paid ads is not easy though <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i think i mean i think that's the easiest tactic but you have to understand how to actually run the paid ads right right but once you understand how to run the paid ads and you can put your advertise your ads in front of a person that has the pain point and then you can do a video that says i know you're frustrated with trying to write your book i like i i have an ad that converts i think i spent 300 bucks and i got 211 leads <laughs> for 300 bucks right mm -hmm. Can't beat that. Um, be, it can't beat that, right? Because number one, it's a it's a it's a warm audience because I'm retargeting and I'm building lookalike audiences for my audience on Instagram, my you know, 20 something thousand people on the email list or whatever. Mm -hmm. So these are people who are already warm. So I can retarget those people. So when they see me on an ad, they're like, Oh, I've been seeing AJ everywhere anyway. I see him on the radio, I see him here, there. There's the there's the killer. <laughs> there's the killer I warned you about. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, so once you figure out that platform and you can get in front of them, 
Um, paid ads is probably the easiest way to go unless you have like a big following and you can just leverage a big following. But I think you want to run that paid ads. Now I'll get technical. You want to run that paid ads, paid ad rather, to a landing page. And I would say a squeeze page mm. even before the landing page, mm -hmm. right? A squeeze page is like, well, you're almost there. Put your name and email and click, you know, sign up. And the next page is going to give you this free five-minute training or, you know, whatever, even a paid thing. But get that squeeze page first. Put a pixel on it, a Facebook retargeting pixel or a Google pixel on it. Mm -hmm. um, so that once those people there, now they're a part of your audience because you can retarget them for up to six months once they visit your squeeze page. So mm. I think the easiest way is to put a squeeze page, one one click, put their name in or put their, it doesn't even have to have their name, put their email in, click, and then then take them to the offer. Excellent. Right? Excellent. Excellent. Um, a lot of, and again, there's nothing wrong with going directly to the offer. I think that works as well. But you want to start collecting information. You want to start collecting emails. Is. because. There it is. Um, as long as you're on a platform, that data belongs to the platform, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. If Instagram goes away, I mean, we've seen it happen, right? When Instagram freezes up and everybody's going crazy because they can't do, you need the people on your email, email list. You need your own assets mm -hmm. and you, you can leverage like, again, um, the app that I'm turning on as soon as we get off, I know that it converts extremely high. I mean, mm -hmm. it's a high converting app. They're going to go into my free five-day challenge. And at the end of the five-day challenge, I know I'm going to have a couple of different offers. They can either just do $39 a month and, you know, get the monthly, you know, monthly Facebook lives and webinar calls in the group, or they can pay the thousand bucks and a thousand bucks gets them the, you know, my Zoom calls with other people, or mm -hmm. they can pay 2,500, you know, if they want to work more. So again, I know that I can just turn this faucet on and money's going to come out the other side. But it, it starts with getting a squeeze page up um, that has the pain points um, either, I'm sorry, running an ad that has the pain points listed in an ad with mm -hmm. a call to action to tell them to go sign up for this squeeze page or go sign up for this offer, but put a squeeze page in between mm -hmm. so that you capture their information. Mm -hmm. I think that's the simplest, the simplest way. Now, I think the other way is um, if you hire copywriters that are amazing copywriters, I'm a decent Make sure you copywriter. explain kind of what copywriter, I know what it is, but explain yes. more of copywriter yes. is. Yeah, so, just so, and um, I didn't understand the importance of copywriting and copywriting is the, when you read um, copy, that copy should speak to all the pain points that we were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. It should be written in a way to where your customer reads the copy and they're like, I have to have this. Mm -hmm. okay. And you've seen it before on, if you're on Facebook and you're on Instagram, you've seen it before where you click on something, you're like, Jesus Christ, they, it seems like they know they've been talking to me the whole time, <laughs> right? That's professional copywriting. And if you hire professional copywriters, you can really um, give yourself an advantage because they can write copies so well that it doesn't matter what you sell. Mm -hmm. You always want to sell something that's valuable, but if you get a really good copywriter, they can sell it just on the words alone. Right. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I wouldn't I wouldn't if anybody who's doing something, selling anything, you know, spend 300 to 500 bucks, find you a good copywriter, mm -hmm. sell a 47, 97 dollar product on the other side. It could literally be just one long Zoom call where you're giving 150 tips to do X, Y, Z. And you can sell that for 47 dollars if you get a really good copywriter. I've done it before. Like I've done it for clients. It's, it's one of the easiest things to do, but you have to be willing to invest in a copywriter. You can get a good one for 500 bucks, but if you spend, I don't, you know what? I don't even want to say the dollar amount because yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's look at their portfolio, look at their work. 
And mm -hmm. if they write copy, if you read their stuff and you want to buy whatever it is that they're selling, even if they're selling red Trump hats, you're mm -hmm. like, dude, this is some good copy, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, pay $500, create you a one hour, two hour video, giving people 100, 100 tips on how to do whatever it is that you want to do. Um, make sure the video is really giving them value away. You can have that up and running by what's today, Tuesday or Wednesday, whatever day it is, you can have it up and running within three or four days. Love that. Love it. I absolutely love it. I appreciate going through that. And just want to remind you, uh, Wealthy Author family, that you, AJ's been dropping so many different ideas from for so many different businesses throughout this. If you're not able to pull an idea for your business from out of this podcast, you need to keep listening. Let me speak to an elephant in the room that always comes up whenever yeah. I do stuff like this. Mm -hmm. um, I've, I've been blessed to be kind of in this game for a while, right? So I can do multiple things and I still don't do a great, great job. I can always do better. But for people who are just starting out, mm -hmm. find one thing first. Because everybody wants to be a mogul and everybody wants to do 20 <laughs> different things. Mm -hmm. But no matter who you look at, who's been highly successful they all start out with that one thing that they do mm -hmm. that they become mm -hmm. world-class at and then they venture off and do other things right but, so you know become known for the thing that you do or do one thing at a high level before you try to branch out and do 25 30 40 different things because what i've heard is like man you're doing so much so many different things and da da da, da. And i'm like it's it's not easy mm -hmm. um it takes time and it takes a team i have a full fully capable team that I can give stuff to and walk away, mm -hmm. right? It takes a while to get there. So start out, figure out what your one thing is going to be, and then scale that. Create a product or a service or whatever to where you can sell one or two of those a day. Just Excellent. think about it. If you sell one $100 product a day, that's three grand a month. Yeah, A easy. lot of people, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people, $36,000 extra a year would be pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, hey, I'm not gonna say no to it. <laughs> I'm right, not exactly. gonna say no to it. So exactly. let's, as we get ready to start transitioning to some of our our, our closing ideas here, um, sure. and more to the front of some more fun personal stuff here. I want to ask you about the the what you learned from this writing process, and what mm -hmm. I mean by this question here is not necessarily I learned how to organize my ideas better, but like what have you personally learned, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, something like that? What is it about the writing process that you have uh, pulled out of that? What did you learn from it? Um, so I think that, um, being introspective, mm -hmm. um, and, and learning the ability to, um, if you can explain something to someone in a competent way, um, you have a better grasp of whatever that concept is. Mm -hmm. So it forces you to deconstruct whatever your thoughts are and mm -hmm. think about them from a different perspective, right? Mm -hmm. Cause it's easy. Yeah. Once you know how to do something, it's easy to do it over and over and over again. But can you take what you need to, what you understand how to do and communicate it in such a way to a person can read your book and have that same understanding that you have. Mm, and there's yeah. an art to that. Yeah. So I, I've learned how to sort of slow down uh, and deconstruct thoughts and try to see things from an empathetic perspective through the eyes of the reader versus mm. the, you said it earlier, right? There's, there's SMS, that's one way of communication, right? <laughs> yep. But then there's two-way communication, right? Mm -hmm. So you want to have the two-way communication as much as you possibly can. Love it, love it, love it. All right, so what is your as your your best pro, um, promotion, book promotion tip? What do you, how what would you say your best uh, strategy or tip is for the family to get some more books? A book. mm -hmm. Yes, so um, I think the, um, here's one that 
um, a lot of people don't take the time to do. Mm -hmm. um, pop open a spreadsheet and list in your spreadsheet, take a pick the numbers and their addresses out of, I mean, email addresses out of your phone, put them in a spreadsheet. <laughs> Everybody that you think would be willing to share your book on social media, just put them all in a spreadsheet. Then you want to go through and you want to look at those people and say, okay, which of these people have the biggest social media following? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, then you want to reach out to each one of those people and say, hey, um, listen, I have a book coming out in October. Mm -hmm. um, and it would mean the world to me if you would share something, send them a text, if you would just share on social media one time, right? Mm -hmm. But then go beyond that. Create a little graphic with your book cover with their picture on it, right? Mm -hmm. Then send them exactly what you want them to post, the actual caption and everything. Mm -hmm. Because if you're asking someone to do it and they're gonna be kind enough to do it, make it easy for them yes. and then do not take it personally if they don't respond. Mm -hmm. Follow back up if they do. If they don't respond, follow back up. Like that's where a lot of people they they give up. They're like, oh, well, I don't want to bother them. And like, no, ask. Mm -hmm. The worst they can do is say no. So structuring just that piece, writing all those people down, but then go a step beyond. Pull out your calendar mm -hmm. and look at your date that you're going to launch. Back up three, two or three weeks and start telling them, okay, I want you to post it on this day. I want you to post it on that day. And another, if you want to take it another step further, ask them to post twice, once on the scheduled day and then mm. once on the day of the launch. Mm. Okay. So you love that. Right? Love that. Once on the day. Of, yeah. And then the other part is um, when they post, make a big deal out of it. Like reshare it on all of your platforms, then create a collage of all their actual posts on their Instagram. Do a screenshot. Mm. So not only do you capture your graphic, but you capture their username at the top, mm -hmm. right? So now you go into Canva or one of these other tools and you create a collage of all the people that have posted. People do what people like them do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if you create a collage of, of, you know, a bunch of people that went to Howard and they're all posting this one particular thing, they're gonna be like, oh, wait a minute, I went to Howard, what is this? First yeah. of all, you know, right? So they're gonna say, okay, well, dang, I went to Howard, so I'm gonna, why am I not involved in this? And, and I've seen that I've done political campaigns. Like that's how you get it started trend. Like you make mm -hmm. people feel like they're a part of something. Then all of a sudden when momentum hits, other people who aren't a part of it will feel like, well, why am I not a part of it? Right. Mm, so that you know, FOMO kicks this, in. That FOMO, that fear of missing out. Right. So um, start, start there. Um, then the other part is run ads to that too. Hmm. to people who are talking about your book, get them. Oh, here's the other thing. Video testimonials are magic. I'm just now starting to get that at the end of my calls. I, I'll start asking that while they're in the moment of still being excited about getting results during our call, I would, I start, I started asking that question, you know, what would you say about to someone who's thinking about having this coming to having this call with me? And so I'm getting it recorded while they're still hyped up and still energized. Uh, yes, but I haven't started cutting. I haven't even started cutting it out to put it out. I have them, but I haven't done anything with them yet. So I'm listening. <laughs> if you go to my um, YouTube page and you click on client, client, client testimonials or client love or something like that, I think I have mm -hmm. Almost three and a half hours worth of testimonials. <laughs> uh, see, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, right. Mm -hmm. So whenever I I can take those and have my team go pull go pull five, um, ten testimonials and put it on this sales page. 
Yeah. Because now, if, like my my, if you go to Idea to Book right now, it's just a simple funnel. It's not even fancy. Um, I think we have four testimonials on there now, on Idea to Book that are um, people who have gone through my five day book challenge. Mm. Right. But again, because I have the testimonials, I can use them over and over and over and over and over again. Excellent. My five day book challenge is 100% automated. Right. So, I don't have, I don't do anything. I, I, I'm going to run these ads as soon as we hang up, as soon as we get off the podcast, <laughs> I'm going to run the ads. All the emails are automated. So huh? the, it's going to start Monday. They're going to get an email Monday. It's going to have a video inside. Hey, today's, and I'm looking at, Hey, today's challenge is how to find your audience. They're going to get an email the next day today's, and then they have a private Facebook group with only them. I have mm -hmm. a team that's managing the group. They're going to pretend like they're me. They're going to go in there and they're going to communicate and post or whatever. And then Friday I'll go in. Like, hey guys, how's this video been? I mean, how's this week been? That's when I'm going to offer them the upsell. Excellent, excellent, excellent. So, just piggyback off of that before we go into this, um, so we go into the personal questions here, the fun questions. Three hundred. I mean, I said three hours, uh, three over three hours worth of testimonials. What is that idea? Because there's certain of us who are like scared to ask, who will be scared to ask that for that refer or that testimonial, or they'd ask them to send a text or whatnot. And you're saying video is better. What would you do to? What are you doing to help facilitate someone giving you that testimony, that video testimonial? So how would you ask? What you do? How do you facilitate? Hey, dear Orlando. Mm -hmm. What's happening, bro? I'm good. Listen, man, we just had a great time on this podcast, and it would mm -hmm. be incredible if you could just pull out your phone and just tell me two things that you enjoyed about being on this podcast. Mm -hmm. And if somebody was interested in being on this podcast, what would you tell them, or why would you tell them they should be on the podcast too? So you're doing it in the moment, like, I, okay, that was just kind of game intuitive. Excellent. Okay, right. cool. So, and, and what you want to tell them, because what you'll see in women is they want to do their makeup or they want to, you know what I mean? Like, they're like, yeah, yeah. I can't do this. Like, no, we don't need all that. Just give me the video. It's going to be just 30 seconds. Pull it out just as you are. The Lord made you like you. <laughs> you're amazing. <laughs> just the way you are. Now give me this video. Um, but you know being but you're giving them like questions to actual so they're not just running off and just saying whatever you want to kind of structure the question so they answer because you want them to talk about something specific yeah right mm -hmm. so even like when i was when the world was open and i would do workshops i would say could you tell me um one thing that you were nervous about before you started the workshop mm -hmm. that you feel totally comfortable with now mm -hmm. and why somebody should attend so they were like oh my god i was so nervous to attend aj's workshop because I've been working on my book for five years. And guess what? Somebody else out there has been working on their book for five, three, four, five, six years, right? Mm -hmm. So they get, I'm answering that question because guess what? I've done my pain point work and I know why people are, are, are the pain points they have. So mm -hmm. I ask my people doing the testimonials to speak to one of those pain points. Ah, bars, look, y'all, that's, right. Ugh. So even that's with my people right write and publish a book, like I have one of my authors hit bestseller last, to Monday, rather. Mm -hmm. um, so she just texted me while we, while we were here. She's getting ready to do a testimonial. And I'm telling her, oh, speak to this pain point because this is where you were when you started. Right. She could say, oh my God, I was nervous about, I think I've charged her like a thousand bucks for like an hour and a half marketing session or marketing mm -hmm. Zoom call. And she was like, I didn't, I wasn't going to spend a thousand dollars to talk. I never spent a thousand dollars to talk to nobody for 90 minutes before <laughs> and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But when she hit bestseller, she forgot how much money she spent because she hit bestseller. Mm -hmm. Right within she launched Wednesday and hit bestseller. She had number nine Saturday and number one Monday. So go. less than a week, right? So again, I asked them to to um, give their 
um, feeling of the pain point that they had and how they dealt or how whatever I'm doing dealt with that pain point. Love that. That and is And I just awesome. tell them to do it 30 seconds. You got to love that. You got to, you, oh, you got to take notes on it. If you don't take notes on anything else out here, that is a key. That's, that's, that's key. People Ooh. do, people do what people like them do. So when you get people on video saying, I work with AJ and mm -hmm. now I have a book or I, you know, work with AJ and now I have my own t-shirt business or I work with AJ and now I have my own online course or I won mayor or, <laughs> you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like you get those testimonials, people will pay you. Excellent. Speaking of that, you just... You just touched on that. I forgot to bring up, bring it up there. You were talking about the merch and the T-shirt, so I definitely want to give you opportunity to talk the to, to talk a little about that before we go into this. I forgot. Sorry about that. No, you're good. Yeah, the T-shirts. Because I, I just started. I mean, this I got my own my own my shirts just started coming out. Got my own little sure. uh, Shopify store, and I just started working with that. Um, getting into stuff that I've had designs laid out for years and never did anything with, but now I'm like. I gotta add another element. They have something extra for my for my clients when they finish the courses, get published. Now I can send them these shirts, swag, and so forth. But so tell tell us uh, tell us about your the t-shirts and what you're doing there. So for t-shirts, there are two. Well, there are multiple, but there are going to be two approaches that I talk about today. Mm -hmm. One is I've always wanted to have my own t-shirt company, so I'm going to create designs that I like, and I'm going to try to sell them to people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there's the other thought process and I've done them both there is a audience of buyers out there I'm going to find that audience of buyers and I'm going to create t-shirts for that audience yeah. of buyers mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, one of my one of my uh, friends this dude it wasn't t-shirts but he sold MAGA hats <laughs> oh, really back when Trump first started running uh, he made he made a grip selling MAGA hats, targeting people, you know what I'm saying? Just because mm -hmm. it's just the red dad hat would make America great again on it. Mm -hmm. So he sold MAGA hats because he found an audience of rabid, buyer, rabid buyers and he sold to them, right? Mm. And he's he didn't vote for Trump. He just saw the audience. He's like, man, I'm about to get this money. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> like, put it in Dude, front you're crazy. Him. Right, just yeah. put it in front of him. So, so one of the um, things that I tell the people in the in the e-commerce group is, which one are you? Because mm -hmm. you create a t-shirt based on a design that you like, and it's a little bit harder to sell because mm -hmm. people might not like the design that you like. Yep. How can you find a niche? Like my t-shirt that I just launched um, about a month ago, um, it says, it's a t-shirt that says, oh, ask me about my book. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right? And yeah. I'm selling it to authors. And they're like, I want to go. Young lady just posted it last night, asked me about my book. And guess what? Other authors are like, I want that because I call it the conversation starter. Yeah. Right? So it's the conversation starter. I might have to get starter. one from you now that I think about it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's the conversation starter, right? Yeah. So you wear that and people are like, oh, tell me about your book. And it gives you license to talk about your book. It's yeah. marketing. Every time you wear it, you'll do, if you wear it all day and you're out and about with a mask on, <laughs> mm -hmm. you'll do, you know, 20, 30 potent, potential conversations that could turn into sales. Mm. And people definitely right? want and to you, talk to authors. They, they, it's, it's interesting when people find out like, oh, you wrote a book? And it's like, yeah, I've been talking about this for three years now, every day, you know? <laughs> so but yeah, that's point, awesome. Yeah, but the point is, I found a niche of people who want to, authors want to talk about their books, yeah. mm -hmm. right? Um, it's, I created a marketing tool. Mm. Yeah, okay. 
right? Or you can double niche, right? You can say, um, I'm, I'm in Atlanta, right? So I can say, um, Yorkie owners of Buckhead. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. And then I guess where my Facebook targeting goes, my, my Instagram targeting to Buckhead. Buckhead. And I can, right? Now, I but I can do um, Yorkie owners over, Yorkie owners over 40 or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Right? I love my Yorkie, um, 40 year old Yorkie mom or over 40 Yorkie mom, mm-hmm. right? Then I can target that 40 year old Yorkie owner in every single city. <laughs> yeah. Or you can also do something like, um, uh, I'm from a small town called Leesville, right? Mm-hmm. So I can do something like Leesville, um, Leesville firefighters. I don't know, right? Mm-hmm. But again, I can target firefighters in Leesville. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've seen these uh, just being in the marketing space where the shirt will say Anthony. My name is Anthony. The shirt, you'll see an ad for a shirt that says Anthony. And you're like, mm-hmm. damn. I, and I look at it like, why did not think of that? <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, or, or people that do established in 1969 or established in 1984, established like for your birth year, mm-hmm. right? Or Taurus, like Taurus, whatever, right? So that's choosing a niche where you can say, okay, I'm going to find people who fit these two categories and I'm, I'm going to target them. Create something right? for it. Love now, it. that's how you can get to revenue quickly and it doesn't take as much guesswork because then mm-hmm. you can go find a nice template um, and you just target it, get it in front of the right audience. If it's a shirt that you design that's based on your design, now, well, number one, people aren't spending money like that right now. Some people are, though, actually. But um, if you target something that's more aligned with who they already are, mm-hmm. the probability of sales go up. Excellent. I love that. I love it. I love it. I appreciate you coming out here to sharing all these bars, man. This man, has I been love fun, it. man. This has been fun. This has been absolutely one hundred percent fun. Absolutely. All right. So let's go into some of these. What some of the, the more fun questions here? Just more personal stuff. Wrap it up here. Uh, what yeah. do you do on your days off that most people don't know about? Uh, most people don't know about. Oh, I play. Um, what is this game? It's like one of those little games that you download. Mm-hmm. It's called like fish, fish, fishdom. What? Fishdom. This little fishdom game. I'm. I cannot tell you how many hours I spent. It's my brainless thing. Yes, it's just to relax. Yes, it's my brainless thing. Um, there's a lake not too far from my house. Um, I like to just go out there and sit in front mm-hmm. of the lake and just drink a beer or two. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, people know that because I post all the time of me in front of the lake. Um, <laughs> right. But fishdom is the thing that people probably don't know. I'm addicted to that doggone game. That's what's up. That's what's up. Excellent. That's right, kind so of what I do. <laughs> no, it's, it's all good. But I know whatever it is, it keeps you to, you know, I'm going, 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 going. My brain needs to relax. I need to just de- decompress and meditate. Yes. So tell us, what meditate. is your favorite book? I'm pretty sure I had no understanding know what one of them is, but what is, what's your favorite book? Uh, the Ultimate Sales Machine by Chet Holmes. Ah, Chet Holmes. Yes. Have you read that? Oh, yes, most definitely. I When the I started learning about the Dream 100 and there was talk yes. about it, I was like, well, let me go back to the original and find out what they're talking about. Correct. The, the Ultimate Sales Machine by Chet Holmes. And then a close second is Think and Grow Rich. Mm-hmm. Every year I read them. Excellent. All right. Now, give us your favorite quote. Um, when you create your own shit, even the sky ain't the limit. Miles Davis. <laughs> <laughs> I had never heard that one, but I love it. 
Can you create your own? Okay, I get it. It's paraphrased, but that's it. No, no worries. I just, I just put dot, dot, dot. Well, I get it on there, right? Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. All right. So before we wrap up here, um, with your, with your contact information and so forth, how to uh, follow up with you and definitely get that AJ's free book again. What's your, what's the message? Um, this is your, this your camera, your mic, whatnot right now. What's the message you must share with the world? Share that message now. That you can create the reality in your life that you want to see by stepping outside of what you're doing right now. Um, just figure out what it is that you want and just start working toward it, even if you don't know what to do. Even if that means going to buy a book, even if that means going to, go looking on Meetup and finding a group of people who do what you're already doing. Even if that means going to Reddit and, and joining a subreddit of people who are interested in the same thing. Uh, even if that means like put yourself in the environment of people who are doing what you want to do because it's 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 magic and i'm sure you've been around groups of people to where when you sit with them you're like oh my god i never thought about that right put yourself around other people who are thinking beyond what they're doing right now they're they're thinking toward a bigger future they're thinking toward big goals um figure out how you can serve other people what is the problem that you can solve at a high level um, what all those things enable you to create the life that you want to create because it's not about creating and generating revenue It's about creating and generating value and and things that people want to buy things that mm -hmm. people want to pay you for um, You know, you do things for other people that they want to pay you for even if it's a product, right? You can sell this this rubber duck right here if you find a group of people who want to buy rubber ducks and you create a, a dope rubber duck that has a an airplane helmet on it and, and a, a water bottle, right, toward the duck. Um, you know, you can, whatever that product or service is, create it thinking about how this is going to make somebody better and you don't have to worry about money. Love it. Appreciate that. Definitely appreciate that. So tell, us, uh, tell the Wealthy Author family what's next for you and then, of course, how to connect with you. Uh, I'm excited just about meeting new people all the time and helping them in any way that I can. Um, but if you are interested in writing and publishing a book, you can go to ajsfreebook.com, get my blueprint. I wrote that book seven, six years, five, six years ago. I have not touched it again. It's not edited. I'm embarrassed by it sometimes. But you know what? It's out there, right? Mm -hmm. um, and judgment be damned because it's out there. <laughs> mm -hmm. And it's it's it brings me so many leads and so many new friends and family. So ajsfreebook.com, if you're interested in writing a book, um, follow me on Instagram at ajjoiner. I try to talk to everybody and I'm going hundred miles an hour. So it's not personal if I don't respond like right away because either I will respond or somebody from my team will eventually. Um, but I love people, I love new experiences. I love helping people bring their ideas to life like I've said several times here. Um, so just reach out, I'm here. Love it, love it, love it. I appreciate you AJ for coming on here, dropping these bars all throughout here. Man, and again, it, family, y'all gotta go back through and notice how many times he's given you ideas um from people with shower curtains and to <laughs> it was just so many yeah. different perspectives um mm -hmm. on ideas so it, it becomes that idea factory if you're able to um really think about how can i help serve someone else i love that pray and serve pray and serve i love that, you serve, brought yeah. that i love that you brought that to you but aj again thank you for being on the show um and definitely have all the your your ajsfreebook.com in the show notes here and have their other contact information in the show notes appreciate you brother so much Thank you, brother. Thank you for doing this, man. Thank you for having me. Excellent.
You've just listened to episode number 52 of the Wealthy Author Podcast with your host, D. Orlando Fortune. That's me. That's your boy. I definitely want to give thanks to our creator. Without him, none of this is possible. Now, do you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for authors you want me to interview? Email them to fortune at thoughtfortunepress.com. If you your question or comment gets put here on the show, I definitely have a prize for you. I believe I'm going to send you one of two shirts. You can either have one of the No Doubt Living shirts or one of the Wealthy Author shirts. We can choose that. I'll send you a link for you to be able to grab that. So again, questions or comments or suggestions for authors, send them to fortune at thoughtfortunepress.com. I definitely send you a free swag to you for participating in this show. Now, don't forget to grab a copy of my new book, The 4-Hour Book. In it, you'll learn how to write, publish, and profit from a signature book for your business. Purchase your copy at 4hourbook.com forward slash letter. And if you like the show, do us a favor, share, like, and join. Take a screenshot and share the episode with the hashtag WealthyAuthorPodcast. And then show us how much you like us by giving us a review on iTunes and subscribing to the show. It definitely helps bring more people, more authors to the show and be more aware of all the tips and stuff that change their life that we present, that my people I interview present in the show. So finally, join the conversation in the free Facebook group, Wealthy Author Community. Until next time, y'all, you can be, you can do, you can have anything you want in this world. You just gotta believe it. You can't live a life of no doubt, just blessings and but always remember, you're only one book away from the next breakthrough in your life and your business. Go out there and make life happen every day. God bless, and I'll talk to y'all next time.